Hello everyone and welcome to the Bootstrap Founder. My name is Avid Kahl and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship and building in public. First, a word from our sponsor. MicroQuire is a free startup acquisition marketplace that connects you with the buyers and tools to help sell your business quickly and easily. MicroQuire has sponsored this podcast since the beginning. And I'm excited to share their plans to help more bootstrap founders succeed in the future. Starting in 2023, they're rebranding to acquire.com. It's a pretty good domain to show the world that they can help startups of any size get acquired. And although their name is changing, the mission stays the same. Help founders achieve life-changing outcomes, build tools that make acquisitions easy and foster a new generation of entrepreneurs. No founder thinks of their acquisition as micro, whether it's $50,000 or a $50 million exit, right? The acquired team believes in celebrating acquisitions of any size. So if you're thinking about selling your startup or looking to acquire a business in 2023 and beyond, sign up for your free acquire.com account now. As a creative entrepreneur, it has become important to diversify your portfolio and have multiple irons in the fire. Many successful creators end up having a podcast, a newsletter, a YouTube channel, and a solid online presence at the same time. They might not start out with all of this, but they work towards it intentionally. If you aim to create a brand for yourself, consider taking inspiration from them. By diversifying your portfolio, you can reach a much wider audience, stabilize your income streams, and protect yourself from the ups and downs of any one platform. I talked to Jake Klaus about content diversification this week, and I feel this topic deserves a deep dive. Platform risk is real, and it can stop your creator journey in its tracks. It can hit you particularly hard when you're already invested in any one platform with years worth of content and the audience building efforts that you put into it. So let's look at five methods that I found to stabilize, diversify, and de-risk my creator portfolio. The one thing that is non-negotiable in this list that I'm presenting to you today is owning the means of communication. This is something you need to do from day one. Disregard all of the following tips if you want, but please implement this one. It's critical. You don't have an audience if you don't have the means to contact your followers when you're locked out of your social media platforms. Let that sink in. That's what's so scary about social media platforms. They own the means of communication, right? They don't just own your account. They own the relationships too. They block your account and all of a sudden you have zero ways to reliably get information to your audience. That's because they're not your audience in the first place. They're a rented audience. Twitter owns the follower data. If they decide to ban you, you're out. That's why it's imperative for your content strategy and your business strategy at large to eventually get people to allow you to follow up, which most creators do by offering a newsletter. Getting someone's email address is hard because they have to trust you before they hand it over. And a Twitter follow, that's just a click and unfollowing a person is just as easy. But once you hand over your email, you have little control over what gets sent to you. That's why any email list is so valuable. It's trust expressed as a list of emails. Your media presence is only as safe as how reliably you can re-establish your content after being potentially deplatformed. And while this probably won't happen to you, you have to understand that it could, for whatever reason, happen at any moment. 
And that's a risk that I'm not willing to take, which is why I strongly encourage my social media followers to also subscribe to my work on other platforms and ultimately join my newsletter because that's what I control. Beyond that, I regularly back up my email list, my podcast episodes, my YouTube videos, and my Twitter data to a cloud backup storage. Ownership in these digital days is about access. And I want to have, at the very least, a local copy of all of my work. For that reason, you should have your own domain and blog as well. This makes you more independent from social media platforms and gives search engines a place to send people when they look for you. Your content can and should also live on that blog where people and machines alike can find it forever in terms of the internet. Ownership of your data and the means to share it with your audience is central to de-risking your creator life. Start there. But let's talk about the content itself, because that's also important. One way to diversify your portfolio is to reuse content between formats. For example, if you have a successful podcast, you can transcribe your episodes and then turn them into blog posts or social media updates and feed them over time. Or if you have a popular YouTube channel, you could turn your videos into written articles or podcast episodes or eBooks in the end. By repurposing your content, you can reach new audiences on different platforms and make the most of the work that you've already put in. My weekly content strategy is centered around this repurposing idea. It's the core of what I do. I write a single article in the beginning of the week often inspired by an interview that I recorded at some point with a subject matter expert for my podcast. And right after the recording, I note down the most salient idea that I had during the show, sometimes a couple. And that is my topic for my article, which I then often outline right there on the spot. And once fully written, that article is now the script for a YouTube video that I record on Thursdays. The audio from that video serves as the podcast episode that I release on Fridays, while the article that I wrote on Monday is also the content of my newsletter on Friday. One source, three formats. Beyond that, I have the interviews that I record whenever my guest finds the time, and I record in video format, so I have the content for the YouTube channel. The audio of those interviews then gets turned into a podcast episode, which I release on Wednesdays. The transcript of the recording gets turned into a blog post that I release on Wednesdays too, and I embed the interview video and the link to the podcast episode in my Friday newsletter. And I know this sounds like a lot of work, but it's very quickly done because I've established a system around these things. In fact, several parts of this editing and distribution workflow are now handled by my freelance-based team because I have a step-by-step -step process for them to step through. The hardest part is editing the raw video. Everything after that just takes minutes. Every week, I end up with an engaging newsletter, two blog posts, two videos, and two podcast episodes all the direct consequence of one idea that I had during my interview with an expert at some point. This leaves me with a lot of time to share my work and engage with those who consume it. By using a single idea source and multiple repurposed target formats, I diversify my creator portfolio and it allows me to focus on creating engaging content and engaging with my audience rather than worrying about platform risk. Another way to diversify your portfolio is to iterate on old work. This might mean updating an old blog post with new information that you learned in the meantime, or turning an old video 
into a blog post series that you can like source from the video itself or revamping your internal learnings in the business from building an old product into an info product yourself. By constantly improving and updating your old content, you can keep your audience engaged and bring new life to that content. It generally pays to repeat yourself. You can already see this in how one piece of source content can be turned into three different formats on, with my work, but it works over time as well. That's because your audience is a shifting thing. New followers join your circle of influence daily, and even the ones who have been with you for a while develop new needs and preferences over time. New followers, they might not be familiar with your back catalog, but you can give them something new to learn by repurposing your old content in a modernized context. This way, your existing followers will get a fresh perspective on existing insights, but also new followers will get a chance to familiarize themselves with the content you have previously created. By presenting old content in a new way, both your existing and new followers will benefit from your past work. And this method not only allows you to reach a wider audience, but also to explore new ideas and themes that might have been overlooked before. As you will notice, once you dive into your old content, you have also grown over time as a creator and your insights of yesteryear, well, they might feel crude and unrefined. It's a great opportunity at that point to close knowledge gaps and expand the repertoire of what you talk about. And the best way to integrate new thoughts and ideas into your content strategy is to have vibrant exchanges with other people who also think a lot about your domain. My content is largely driven by the conversations that I have on and off the record with other major contributors to the indie hacker and creator community. Every Twitter conversation that I have is a treasure trove of ideas that might warrant being explored in great detail. And it doesn't have to stop just at being inspiration. Collaboration with other creators is a great way to diversify your portfolio. By joining forces with other creators in your field, you can reach a new audience, their audience, learn from each other, and create new exciting stuff together. Co-host a Twitter space, record it, and publish it on both of your YouTube channels or podcasts. Write an article together and expand it into a joint ebook. Or besides the cross-promotional opportunities here, this can generate a long list of potential content ideas. Interacting with other experts allows us to find new perspectives and things worth talking about. You will create an idea backlog in which you keep track of ideas to use at a later point. I track mine in a gigantic Notion document. And finally, as a creative entrepreneur, it's important to treat all of our social interactions as teaching opportunities, every single one. They happen in public, right? This means being open to questions from your audience and taking the time to educate them about your work and the field in general. By sharing your knowledge and expertise, you can position yourself as a thought leader and attract new followers and customers. And this isn't about being a social media influencer, right? Thought leader really is about becoming an expert in your field in public, thinking and leading with that. And there's no better way to do that than sharing your learning journey with people. This approach combines the time-delayed repurposing of your old content with the emergent opportunity potential of collaboration. You share how you're constantly learning and improving, and people will trust you much more than if you just waved a degree in front of their faces. There is humility in publicly correcting yourself over time. 
Your followers will resonate with that. We're human beings. Richard Feynman said that teaching is the ultimate form of learning. And people will notice that. You can't reliably teach what you don't understand. So you have to learn it first. By forcing yourself to share your learnings, you'll also make sure that you have the underpinning knowledge to prove it. And that knowledge, when crystallized into a piece of content, is one of the many traces of your expertise and ambition that you can leave for people to find. You don't get a reputation as an expert. You build it slowly, one day at a time, by teaching enough people so that they end up talking about you as a teacher. So there we have it. Diversifying your creator portfolio is a key to success as a creative entrepreneur. By reusing content between formats, iterating on old work, collaborating with other creators, and treating all interactions as teaching opportunities. You can reach a wider audience, increase the stability of your income streams from all those many different places, and position yourself as a reputable expert in your field. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You'll find my book, Zero to Sold, and The Embedded Entrepreneur, and my Twitter course, find your following, there as well. If you want to support me and the Bootstrap Founder Podcast, please follow my YouTube channel, like and subscribe, you know, subscribe to the podcast in your podcast player of choice, and leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. All of this will help the show. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. <laughs>